Your love. Roundtable on Dog Toast. Fletcher Page, Dean Luggy, joining you once more. Sounds like uh, I'm trying to get some Fletcher, to eat. Sounds like Fletcher's Grammy gave him a butterscotch to start the week. <laughs> butterscotch. <laughs> get that Snickers. Is that? Do we is have that how you? Is that, is that how you treated herpes when you were growing up? Good butterscotch. It's too early in the show. You, you're already. You got to plant those kind of words later in the show. After Got, you know what? My bad. Gonorrhea. No. Um, do we have intro music? We don't. Uh, maybe you could do the theme to Star Wars or uh, Knights of White Satin. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those weeks, boy. Well, you got to give me credit for telling everybody to put money on Kentucky getting six points in Columbia. Are we still talking about that? I told everybody to go do that in my roundabout way. Hey, uh, really big game this week, Georgia and Mississippi State, okay? And the line came out, you know, Georgia as a, uh, I think it was a, a, initial one was four, but it jumped up to six and a half. Uh, it's gone. It went down a little bit, but it's basically settled at six and a half or even seven, uh, depending on where you're at. Now, I think you and I both think that that's a lot, right? I mean, that's a lot. I like the dog. I like to take Mississippi State getting that many points. It's it's uh, it's about six and a half. I, I, it doesn't look like it's going to get to seven. Uh, I don't know, man. I think Georgia should win this game, and uh, I, I don't. I'm not so sure about the points. But uh, what what they did to LSU uh, State, they hadn't beaten them hardly in forever. It feels like, and um, I, I, my only real big thing about it is that LSU. I just it's hard to trust them. Am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's. A, I thought I think they made a very odd decision with their coaching hire, and you know. Maybe that will be proven correct over time, but not exactly off to the greatest start there. No, but but state looks good. I thought this was gonna be a tough game no matter what, and we're just gonna see what happens. But well, you knew you knew that they were gonna be physical, and it kind of gets to a point where you say it's like it would be like a team that's, that plays physical, like say LSU or State trying to beat Alabama. Um, you're not gonna out Alabama, Alabama. <laughs> Like Florida well, State. Then how, so then how is Mississippi State going to out Georgia, Georgia? Nick Fitzgerald. Okay. You, when, you got that, when you've got that element of that running quarterback, um, that sort of, that's the game changer. That's the Johnny Manziel, Deshaun Watson. That's how you out Alabama. Or that's how you, I mean, that's how you get by him. Like Jimbo Fisher, that Florida State team was kind of like, when they were up against Alabama, they were basically just playing a better version of themselves, a more physical version, a deeper and a better version. You you can't out you can't out saving the saving. So when you throw a running quarterback in there or a dynamic player, I guess it doesn't have to be a running quarterback, but it helps. Right. A dynamic playmaker such as that at the at the quarterback position specifically. That's how you, that's how you get Capone. So you think he's that good? That's what you. I don't know if he's that I mean, good. I just think he's. Well, a good let, let me just let's just review real quick though. I mean, honestly, if you are looking at this, not trying to blow him up or anything, he is essentially Nick Chubb, except he can throw the football. And that's that's, I mean, you know, that's that's what that's what the production is. 
And and that, that needs to be taken seriously. I mean, if you look at what Nick Fitzgerald has done now, they have only played one conference game, like, you know, most of the league except Georgia. But, um, you know, Fitzgerald um, is, is, is going for about not quite eight yards a carry. He's got um, 240 rushing yards, so 50 fewer than Nick. And, um, you know, about 12 um, runs fewer than Nick. But – He's had five touchdowns. He, when he gets the ball, he goes for a little bit more than seven um, yards of carry, which is what Nick does. But he also is very productive in the passing game. And so, you know, that it's, it's, it's to be taken very seriously for sure. Totally. Yep. I got nothing to add about the kid. I think, I think it's, it's, pretty, uh, it's, a pretty good, it's a pretty state story. You know, under yeah. underrated, under the radar kid comes in and he's sort of taken that, uh, took that job over early and last season, and he's been doing his thing ever since. He's a special player. He's been very good. Excuse me, he's been very good for uh, state for a while. But I mean, state had a rough year last year. I mean, six five, two hundred thirty pounds. Um, he's been, you know, two hundred about three thousand yards for his career in passing. Uh, he's thrown some picks. Um, most quarterbacks who are men throw picks. So that you know that not. You should get. You should make. You should make T-shirts. That's uh, that say that. Well, I mean, did you watch Josh Rosen? Man, that guy really pissed me off. Well, we could talk about this later. In my help, my brother get lunch for free because I had picked UCLA to beat Memphis because there it was Memphis. And uh, which is a good. But they got a pretty decent program over there. But I just, I just thought. Yes. I'm sitting here just trying to get my brother free lunch in his office pick him, and Josh Rosen is not going along with the plan. So he's just throwing the ball all over the damn place. It's okay to take a sack every now and then. I yeah. they really I don't know why I got really I was really demonstrably angry about that game. About state about Memphis? About UCLA Memphis. Because I you know, every time West Coast teams come this far. It's tough. It's tough. And then the same thing happened to Ole Miss in reverse. You know, they went out west and got off to a great start and then got ended up losing. So, You know, so, look, it's, um, State's been about 500 over their last 10 games. So, you know, it, it took them a little time to kind of get going. I mean, Fitzgerald's been their quarterback for some time now. I mean, uh, I think after the South Alabama loss, it, it appears to me, is when he got thrown in there for quite a bit and – yeah, one of us you has know, seen he, him in person before. Is that you or me? You haven't seen him in person, right? I, I don't know. I, I might have. <laughs> I'm not sure what high school he was at. I got him I got him up here in Lexington last year whenever Kentucky beats. Oh, I thought you were talking about in high school. No, no. I think he's from Georgia, right? Yeah, he's from near Savannah. Yeah. Margaret can't recruit the state. He's a <laughs> You got – Right, are we going to blame? Are we going to blame Bobo and Deshaun Watson for this one too? Hey, dude, they dropped the ball on that recruitment. There's no way around it. Gave, gave <laughs> hey, hey, to a national title. Hey, 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 let me ask you this. This is this is this is going to be interesting. What is the explanation going to be when Jalen Fields picks Georgia and every single uh, kid that picked Georgia since Hudson Mason, I think, uh, picked them with plenty with with like. Six months or fewer left, including Fromm, Eason, Grayson Lambert, uh, Hudson Mason. 
I mean, what's the narrative going to be when Justin Fields does the same thing? Are we still going to go back this tired-ass Deshaun Watson wasn't recruited hard enough, long enough by Georgia when the last five guys who started at Georgia basically picked them within six months of enrolling? Are we, are we really going to go down that path still? I'll let, I'll let you marinate on that. We'll get back to that one. Oh, I thought you were doing a tease and that you were going to do a live read from our sponsor. <laughs> and then after after the oh man i wish wes was on here right now i would do something so net i mean it would be really uh, you know what well, i do have a lot listen of man you you know what listen it's not you but wait. This, go ahead it's, it's not georgia's fault that clemson recruited deshaun harder but it's clemson to clemson's credit um, oh I, so yeah, yeah. that's really about it hey, let's take a word from our sponsor missed, this is they missed the eval. They missed the eval there. You know. Uh, this segment of uh, the roundtable on dog post is brought to you by Butch Jones. <laughs> Butch Jones, because celebrating with the band in September is never a bad idea. Butch Jones, Tennessee's head coach for about another nine games. Okay, Fletcher. Uh, you know, Kentucky. You have seen this kid play. Kentucky knocked them out last year. Uh, up in, Le- I think the game was in Lexington, right? Right? Am I wrong? Yep, Kentucky's ten and four in their last fourteen games. Wow, you really are. <laughs> I'm on it, man. It's getting a little annoying with the Kentucky hey, Jibber. Late no or mid November matchup in Athens, Kentucky, Georgia for the East. I've been telling you that for years now. It's gonna happen. Well, Georgia will need to win that game to finish out winning the East. I agree with you there, but I don't think Kentucky will survive. To be within a game of 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 that you know Georgia team. Are you picking uh, Kentucky to beat the Gators this weekend? I am actually. You know, you know the uh, last time like, the last time Kentucky beat Florida, I wasn't alive. I hope we can return to the you not being alive part. <laughs> it's it's thirty thirty uh, thirty years now, thirty games in a row that Florida has beaten Kentucky. Um, most of them in blowout fashion, but. Those 30 games don't matter come Sunday, do they? No, and I think that I think that Kentucky matches up okay with the Gators. That's a big game. That's a big game for um, you know Georgia to watch. It's a big game in the East, yeah. It is a big game. I, Kentucky Carolina was a big game. Well, you can and, stop you can stop the narrative that South Carolina's got a shot in the East now. They don't have a shot now. I don't think they ever had a shot. Not, but, not, you know. not with the kid. Not with that receiver getting hurt, man. That's they, a shame. Just, you know, it is a shame. Um, no, no doubt about that. So you got Georgia and Mississippi State. You basically sound like now. Explain to uh, the the listeners here uh, what your take is on that game. On Georgia and Mississippi State. Yeah. Well, I think that this will be the game where that offensive line, which I've been dragging for two years. Um, I think that they've got to come to play. If you're gonna, if you're gonna yeah. get your, if you're gonna be in these kind of matchups where physicality rules and, um, I mean that's gonna be a fight, and that's where Georgia's. I think their defense is ready for that. Um, their their defense against Mississippi State's offense, I think, is gonna be. I think that's obviously an advantage for Georgia, but I can't say that you think you think Georgia's defense against State's offense is an advantage. Okay, go ahead. But for Georgia's offensive line, you know, until they get better, until they, until visibly they look like they're competent, um, I just don't think they're that good. 
I'm, I'm not saying that they're going to stay this bad. I mean, we keep talking about all their recruiting st- stars and that, that they're playing a lot of sophomores and freshmen. I get it. I understand that the long-term growth is there's it's going to be great. But, you know, potential doesn't mean anything on, on this given Saturday. And the line, I would say they are average. I don't think they're good. The offensive line? No, yeah, well, I think they're good. I don't think they're average. I think they're probably good. I don't think they're anything close to being great slash elite. Um, not right now. Um, I think they're somewhere between average and good. And I don't know. I mean, we're going to find out how how exa- how you win, if you can win games with an average to good offensive line against in games like this where it's it's pretty physical. That's just my, that's just my quick read on it. Here's the thing. I mean, obviously, completely dominated LSU, and and what we can't know is, you know, when they dominated LSU, was that how much of that was LSU, and how much of that was, um, you know, state, and was it was it or was it both? Um, but Todd Grantham and them have done a pretty good job. I mean, they've got the number four overall uh, defense in the country um, at two hundred about two hundred yards a game that they're allowing, and this game should be low scoring, in th- in theory. Um, but I think the big thing – this is why I think that Georgia is better positioned to win this game than they have been in the past is special teams. Yeah. Um, they just – you know, the over-under on this game is 49. So you're looking at something like, in theory, something like a 20 – what is that? Would that be something equivalent to like a 27 to 22? Yeah, 27-22 yeah, if Georgia's a seven-point win. So something like that. So essentially, twenty-eight to twenty-one. Um, if you, you know, on on special teams, um, that's the one area where state is uh, it's slightly not great statistically. I mean, they're they're allowing some kickoff returns um, a little bit more than you would like to. Um, so that that's not, but that's not really the end of the world. I mean, they they I mean they stack up pretty well generally speaking. They they're having a bit of trouble throwing the ball, but I don't think they're having to. So they are similar to Georgia, man, in a lot of ways. I mean, they run the ball. They play very good defense. Um, it's particularly uh, pass game, uh, and uh, they're not allowing anyone to come in and, and score. Now they 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 played it at Louisiana Tech, um, but they they haven't played like anything close to Sanford. I mean, like they I don't think they played a game like that since they played. I think they played at Alabama last year. Uh, I'd have to double check and look, but they don't commonly play. Um, yeah, they played at Alabama, so that's about a hundred thousand people there. Other than that, last year they played at LSU. The rest of their games were not crazy, you know. So at Kentucky, at BYU, at Mississippi State, and at Louisiana Tech. Excuse me, at Mississippi, at um, Louisiana Tech. Those are not. I mean, it's plenty loud enough at Mississippi and Kentucky, but it's slightly different than playing at LSU, Alabama, Georgia, or Tennessee, or perhaps um, the Gators, or or even South Carolina. Um, once you get to 90,000, it does seem like it has some effect. And they have been, you know, not great on the road. I mean, their only win last year on the road was at Mississippi. They were um, they were one and four on the road other than that. So that, that, that does matter. If this game were at State, you know, 
I think you have real, real – I mean, I think there's cause for concern right now, Fletcher. But if it were at Mississippi State, I think it would be even more. But on the road, it's tough to win in this league. I think that something that will be a great information-gathering moment will be if, if Georgia falls behind in this game uh, by more than one score. If they get down by 10, that's like – that's what ha- I think that's what happened to LSU. Uh, they just – for years now, LSU has not been able to play – when they have right. a deficit, when they so and and this would not necessarily be a concern to me if you had maybe Jacob Eason, um, mm-hmm. but if you, if you're state and you can put a true freshman quarterback, um, you can put him in a situation where they're going to have to throw more. Uh, I think that might be advantageous. Now I would, I'm saying that in theory because mm-hmm. you're, we're talking about a quarterback in Jake Fromm that what I think he had like a, basically sure. 130 yards per game. The uh, in App State, Notre Dame. He's not gone over 160 yards okay. in a game. And I think he's still, you know, he's still finding his way in terms of when he's going to make these, you know, get himself in 50-50 situations or give himself, give his receivers a chance. Um, so I think you, I think you want to put George in a position, whether it be obviously at any time in football, you want to, you want people going against uh, longer down in distances, but, I think especially now when you got a true freshman quarterback in this environment, uh, I'd like to see what would happen if Georgia got down by, say, 10 maybe in the third quarter, see how they would respond. It would be in trouble. <laughs> I mean, you can come back and win. I think the same – I'm not saying basic... that that's – I'm not saying I want to see that, but I'm saying that at some point, no, I know. At some point well, that... you know, that, that becomes a thing where if you can't play from behind, um, you know. You better not get behind. Right. <laughs> I mean, say, I, I think Georgia's a better team. I do, too. I think, I think that what I'm simply saying here is you, know, you have to acknowledge that Mississippi State, you know, one way or the other, they're probably one of the top four, certainly top five teams in this conference. They just wasted LSU. You know, I think that we don't we – don't, we, no one on this call has a super high opinion of Tennessee or Florida right now. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, we both feel, I think, unless you're going to say Penn State or Clemson, we both think Alabama's best team in the or, or Oklahoma State or Oklahoma. We all think that Alabama's the best team in the country right now. So you're looking at, in this league, State, Georgia. Say it. Say Kentucky. Oh, no. I'm not. <laughs> Kentucky. They don't even come to mind. But uh, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, these teams are all undefeated and have had wins over ranked teams. I mean, you got Alabama's undefeated, they've beaten Florida State. Georgia's undefeated, they beat Notre Dame. Uh, uh, State's undefeated, they beat LSU. Kentucky's undefeated, uh, they have not beaten a a ranked team, okay? Uh, But Vandy's undefeated, and they've beaten a ranked team. So it's a little little different. Um, And the Gators are not undefeated, but they have beaten a ranked team. So... It it yeah, it doesn't. Tennessee, Tennessee being it, ranked doesn't count. It sure it does. It, it it right now we're sitting here looking at a state team who I think had they not really played well against LSU, it's possible Georgia could come into this thing sleepwalking. If this game weren't at night, you could say perhaps they're going to sleepwalk. I don't see how that's possible. I, I don't think they will. No, I, don't no, think, I, mean, I just I don't got think there's any scenario. Yeah, I just got an email just now where ESPN is absolutely pumping 
this game now. I mean, it's one of their highlighted games. Obviously, they're going to push the um, ABC game more than anything else. Dude, you know what's so terrible is the SEC Network's um, announcers. They're just so bad. Uh, I'm not going to use any names, but my, my favorite <laughs> my favorite um, moment about this, it's so bad. So, like, last year, if you watched the SEC Network's season previews, they did a team-by-team preview. And they managed to, at the end of each show, they would project how the season was going to end up. And they had all 14 teams go into a bowl game, which is physically impossible. Anyway, so obviously you, they, you mean you mean mathematically impossible? Sure. Uh, so you got the you got the ESPN and, and SEC. Obviously, they um, they have uh, mutual interests. So uh, and they have a lot of uh, ties. But so during the Kentucky South Carolina game, I mean they're just all over South Carolina's quarterback. What's the guy's name? I've already forgotten. Bentley. I, I moved yeah, on. I moved on to the next play. So they're talk they're talking about this is this happened on back to back plays. One play, they're talking about his decision making. And they're just they're just really laying it on thick. The kid's making all these great decisions. He's keeping his team in the game, so you know, not screwing up. Next play, he throws into double coverage and it's almost intercepted. And then the the color guy says, He's got a little bit of Brett Favre in him. I mean, you really like that when a quarterback does that. I'm like, you guys are – it's just so bad now. Everything has got to be so good and positive. And uh, it's just – it's it's unwatchable. I know that. Way. That was me. I got so much hate and cynical. You know, I'm so – I need negativity. It makes me feel good, all right? And all, the, all this positivity and all this – I can't – I had to turn the volume down on that shit because it's just a bad. It's not good. I don't need to hear about how every single quarterback in the SEC is so great. Every time I watch a game on SEC Network, they won't say a single bad thing about a coach or a team or a program or anything. They won't do it. Well, I'll say this. Uh, Greg, Greg McElroy has had no problem criticizing Jacob Eason through the years. Yeah, that's right. I, and, and he was critical of a Kentucky player. He basically called him fat and lazy this summer. So you got, <laughs> you got some guys that will do it. But yeah, he called Matt Elam lazy, but um, – the guy does weigh 370 pounds, but he's had a, he's had a pretty good start to his season, so maybe that worked to Kentucky's benefit. But um, it's, it's interesting too that that McElroy won a national champ. Well, this doesn't have anything to do with anything, but uh, that's what this whole podcast is predicated on. Is well, let me just time. say this: it's it's uh, it's just curious to me that Aaron Murray has already started. I mean, his trajectory in the play by play world already appears to be zooming past some of these players who have hooked up with um, SEC Network. I mean, Booger, Booger McFarlane has clearly become a, somewhat of a star um, for that for that group, uh, and understandably so. And then you've got, I mean, Aaron is in the booth with Gary Danielson. And, uh, but, he's on CB, but he's on CBS. He, well, if I could finish this paragraph of thinking, he is on CBS, and there's something to be said for not go, for not being – uh, part of the um, the herd, for lack of a better term, for being part of there is something to be. There's a lot. You and I both have had friends who we have currently friends who work for C, um, ESPN. We both we both have friends who no longer work for ESPN. There's a lot of power that comes with ESPN. There's a lot of uh, you can downside. get stuck. There's some downside yeah. there. I'm not talking, but see, it's something about the SEC Network broadcast. Well, it's a homer. Right, it's right. a little too homery. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, J- if, if Jake Bentley's making a bad throw, just it's just a bad throw. Yeah, it's just a bad throw. throw. 
I mean, you know, the, the worst – This none of the listeners even know who this guy is because now I've blanked on his name. Oh, Sean Farnham. Oh, yeah, the basketball guy? It's just over the top for the SEC. And, and I mean, it was just like – Bro, I mean, you realize that this is a, this league is top heavy. After that, it's not very good. When was it, when was the last time you heard one of those guys be critical of a coach, of a coaching decision, even a decision? What listeners need to understand too is that TV is in the business. They are literally in bed with the schools, and so they are just never going to criticize. Yeah, that's why our games. That's why we have to. Pay, that's why we have to spend four hours of our lives watching each one of these games. And dealing with all that too. I just want to know when was the last time somebody said something negative about a coach? College football or college I basketball? Think, I think Danielson basically lives in reality. I love That's, I love yeah. Gary Danielson. And but I'm kind of excluding um, CBS. I do miss Vern Lundquist, but I think I think Nestler's really good. But Nestler I, will be fine. Yeah. No, I think yeah. he's great. Um, but I think Danielson is. is is the best in the business there. But I'm just saying, I can't remember. I know I've been pretty critical of Butch's uh, – what was – I don't know what Tennessee was doing on that last play. There's really only one thing that can happen that can get you beat. I mean, can you take me um, back through that, man? I mean, like, there was two There were two seconds left, right? Well, I'm no football coach, Dean. But no, no, I'm, I'm asking you. There's a guy – there's, like, multiple dudes about 10 yards off the ball there's only one thing that can beat you in so, this uh, so scenario. To just, so you're you're not. I'm, I was asking a serious question. I don't I cannot, know. How much time was remaining? Or was it? I'll just look it up. Just but, look it up. Uh, but it, it's it's there's one there's time for one play left. Now, okay, so they can't throw it down low and quick get a quick. You, might, you I mean, know what? You, you might want to look it up because we're going to talk trash and then be wrong. No, let me let me just see how much time was left. Do you think do you think uh, this do you think Lamar Jackson's one of the greatest college football players in history? I think by definition he is. I mean that's your fight though. I'm not going to No, I got no fight. I appreciate the tweet uh, that it's nice when people tweet at us to let us know they're listening. We're trying to get that sponsor so we can keep this going. <laughs> There were nine seconds left. Okay, you know no, what? Excuse me, excuse me. I'm gonna take it down a notch. Did Florida have a timeout? Uh, no, what, I, I'm a little. What I'm temperature a little was confused. it? I'm what, a little how, confused. How many degrees hot was it I'm, down there in the swamp? I'm, I'm a little. I am a little confused by the play-by-play here. Uh, I have to say, it says there were zero seconds left. Um, so apparently now I have to put it on. I have to go to YouTube. To make sure I know exactly what I'm talking Watch about. Watch the video with the Titanic yeah. with the Titanic music over the top of it. It may, it, right. it, it makes everything better. That those plays, I, I, whatever. Hold on, Tennessee Titanic Hail Mary. Titanic. They, is that really? Do they have it on YouTube? Uh, well, it's 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 the Georgia one though. I uh, don't watch that. <laughs> Apparently this is a thing. Hey, Georgia would Georgia would have oh beat Tennessee. Hey, Georgia would have beat Tennessee in that game if Jacob Eason was a leader. Oh my god. <laughs> that was that was all I gotta go. That's, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna drop the mic. Hold on, hold on. All right, all right. Let me just let me just see how much time was left. I gotta sit through a a Pizza Hut commercial for CBS here, as if they've not made enough money off us already. That was nine seconds left. Okay, well, did did Florida have a timeout left? They did. Never mind. I, I take my criticisms back. 
they rushed for the Gators. You know, I mean, Gators sent everybody basically, and uh, he scrambles look, up. If you look though, there's dudes in the middle of the field not guarding anybody and serving no purpose after after the scramble out. I, I you you gotta. I don't know. Well, I mean, you need you to, yeah, you need to get control of your of your kids yeah, back yeah, there. Shut the kids my, up. We're trying to get sponsors. Screaming. Well, and first of all, first of all, that's not the only thing that could get you beat. But you're going to do you know what? The catch and run. Be, this is going to be live TV. Okay, this is just going as Bill O'Reilly says, do it live. I'm, I'm sorry. Do What's it, going I'll on? Read it live. Listen, if we're going to poop, we got to poop in the other room. Now you know that. Right, Man. but yet, yet you're doing it here, sweetheart. That ain't gonna work. Daddy's moved on to the next hey, place. She can't. Hey, she can't go to middle school like this. Y'all gonna have to work on this. This is insane. I mean, like she's in here in the princess dress. She's got the whole get up on, you know, and she's pooping in the little diet. Okay, fifth grade was tough for me too. Huh, <sighs> man. If anybody's listening to this, still. we got another, got another one here. All right, you're good. We're, you're good. Go on. All right, so wash your hands. Huh? Oh man. Hey, listen, I'm. Trying to make, I hope I never make have, fun of, I don't need to have kids. I'm trying to make fun of Butch Jones here, and you're pooping in the. It's better than pooping in your panties. Huh? It's better so, than pooping. In, it's better than pooping in the swamp on the last play of the game. So I, all I would say too, though, is that they still committed the crime of of letting the kid get behind him. I mean, he, this guy ain't the only guy that's open. That is a good throw too, though. Oh, it's a heck of a throw. But but there is a guy streaming at the twenty yard line. He is, you know what? He is pissed <laughs> wide open. He's more open than this kid is. And I think Butch Jones is thirty two and twenty two. Um, I don't know. I just don't know what's going on up there at Tennessee. Just doesn't have a good vibe. Their quarterback situation's freaking me out. But they keep cutting to the sideline to the malcontent freshman, and they're just talking about how they're soothing his, holding his hand, and you know, Bush. Bro, I mean, I there are the switch. there are two Gators behind every single uh, Tennessee player, and he made the harder throw. Powell was wide open, man. Dude, we're, you know, sending, I mean, we're, we're sending tourists up into space now, and we can't, and we still can't figure out how to stop the damn hell Mary. I mean, it happens every weekend. Knock it down, knock I it know. down. It's crazy. The amount, <sighs> the amount of there's some ingenuity out there in this world. Like I said already, we're sending we're sending people. We got people signing up to go to Mars on a one way trip. There's things people that there's people out there in other industries that could come in and figure out a better way to stop a hell mary than what's been going on in the SEC East lately. Didn't Florida do basically the same thing to Tennessee a few years ago, and then obviously had Tennessee and Georgia last year? Well, uh, here's the thing: that game has become uh, that Tennessee the Gators and Vols has gone from just the Gators dominating to being the wildest game ever. I mean. Two years ago, the Gators went on a fourth and 19 play. And Luke Del Rio, who's been in college for like eight years. He's the said, Van Wilder of quarterbacks. <laughs> he tweeted out that that was the same exact play. That's awesome. Plus, 
Fletcher, let me tell you something. That's on Bush, you, man. You've got to go look at that YouTube. There is no excuse for having those two players behind running for days. The two Gators were wide open. Well, the one kid was wide open. Now, Felipe Franks threw it to the kid who was probably it's just kind of open. He, I mean, Abernathy was not where he needed to be. Yeah, but he's he was from Georgia, it. too, Mark Rick. He's, he's from. <laughs> what are you doing? You just get down there to GAC and get the talent. I know one thing. Brad Stevens made a hell of a catch on Abernathy, but Brad Stevens wasn't wide open in that state championship game. Brad Stevens. Now, who is that? <laughs> I just I just lead you down the Pembroke's path. He's like a – he blocks a lot at some school, I think. Let me just review real quick here. <laughs> We've had greatest wide receiver on the field. We've we've had a complete breakdown in like Ron Jaworski film session of Gators and, and Gators and Vols. We've had we've had we've had, our first, we've had our we've had our first sponsor drop and, out. And speaking of shitting themselves, my daughter has complete has completed the trifecta on this podcast of 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 actually pooping in the potty. This is the highlight of my week. Although Fletcher, I mean, it's kind of like the guy, the Gator running past the ball. I mean, if you're gonna poop, how about poop in the big toilet with the Mickey Mouse thing, so I don't have to clean this thing out now. I get off this, I get off this podcast. You know what's gonna happen next? I got to go clean out the baby toilet. <laughs> there is nothing. I mean, as a man, you ain't you ain't been a man for a long time. A, as a man, isn't it bad enough that I got to deal with fidget spinners? This so is that a thing in your house. You've been hung up on fidget spinners because you wrote that into a story I read that you wrote. I, I only read about two or three of your stories enough? a year. Yeah, isn't it enough that I have to deal with in laws? Oh god, dude. <laughs> you know that's a woo. I got no comment about any of that. I, 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 should, I shouldn't have a comment. Uh, there he is, running his mouth again about his in-laws. Don't nobody care about that, Todd Grantham. You ain't got the toenails. <laughs> We're never getting a sponsor. It's uh, not going to happen. I, I, uh, sponsored by Todd Grantham's toenails, dude. That's what it's going to be. That's why we don't have a sponsor. There's no toenails. I don't know if anybody even gets that. You say that they, all the time. Please explain what's going There's on There's nothing to explain... Todd Grantham used to come out for interviews in sandals, and it was blatantly obvious. He, I mean, he, A, did not care at all about his appearance, which I personally subscribe to. I think that's cool. He had just showered, so his hair kind of looked like... But he didn't have any toenails. And it wouldn't be a big deal if he didn't just put it right in my face with his sandals. If I didn't have toenails, I wouldn't wear sandals, because I don't wear sandals anyway. But the guy no, that... The guy doesn't have toenails, which is not a big deal. You know, yes, man, it is. Man. I, mean, I mean, toenails, I guess, are I important. Play, I played sports as long as Todd Grantham did. I got my toenails, though, man. Yeah, but dude, it's not like we're living in caves and our toenails <laughs> are just like an integral part to protecting our bodies. We've toenails, kind of moved on past that. Uh, plural, plural. It's more of a. It's more of a odd conversation starter. Like if you were at a party and you looked down. 
and the guy next to you didn't have toenails, you'd be like, whoa, dude, what's up with your toes? I don't, I never got it. And the funny thing was, is like, I could never bring myself to just, I sit, I would sit there for the seven minutes that he would talk about teaching defense and concepts. Concepts. Yep. And I would just be itching. And I, I think now that I've gotten a little bit older, I would have asked the question, but all these people are asking about safeties and depth charts. And I'm like, dude, what happened to your toenails, bro? I think some. I think the. Hey, you, wit, think, I think, hey, you think you you think Chap has still got his toenails? Yes, I guarantee about, it. About, I think him? that I think the about, witch. I think the witch in the Kevin Costner Robin Hood has a little pouch with Todd Grantham's toenails, and she can make like potions and things. I'm like, I just want to know, like, what, would there? I want to know where the there was a, a Todd Grantham with toenails, and what was that, that man like? And then there's a Todd Grantham without toenails, which is the guy that we all got to know. And uh, it's just it's strange to me. But, but it's a conscious decision. You got, one day you're like, you know what, man? That's it, bro. I am done with this toenail. Kill We're him. done. I got to hand it to him. The man's secure. If I didn't have toenails, I'd feel weird about it. And you know didn't. what we're gonna hey, the next time we we're gonna get Dr. Phil on this one. Philip Philip Dowdy is a podiatrist. Nobody, he's a friend nope. of mine from college. All right. He's a friend right, of the, he's I, a friend I, of the show. He's a friend of the show, excuse me. And I'm not gonna get into the strange things that Philip does when he's out partying in Lexington. But as big, a hey, big Kentucky fan. I get some strange text messages sometimes of things that he's taken out of people's feet. And I just wanna know, has he ever taken out someone's toenail? I, I would say he probably does that on a daily basis, right? I guess it's not crazy enough for him to send to us. Like he sent us some whacked out thing a couple of days ago. And we, we actually we had to have an intervention. We're like, bro, you can't send us this anymore, man. We're trying to eat. I have a toenail and, and story. I don't of course, know. of course, he's probably like, hey, I don't want to hear about your kids pooping, so we're fair. I actually uh, have experience. I, I lost two toenails at once. Um, I had eight. So a big toenail? Both big toenails went. Um, so then you know of this, and you're acting like you're But you're they came here, back, dude. You're sitting here touch, judging Todd. My toenails are like Michael Jordan with the Bulls the second go-round, all right? They left for a little bit, and then they came back, and I'm strong as ever. I'm fine. You're still winning. They come back. Unlike the audience for this show, they come back, right? Yeah, well, I guess it's I guess it's come full circle because now Todd Grantham's going to be back in Sanford Stadium this weekend without toenails to face the Georgia Bulldogs uh, in a classic <laughs> battle of uh, two Southern football teams that are pride themselves on physicality and still and still have more question marks moving forward. But we'll start getting those answers this weekend. What time's the game? Uh, seven. Or seven thirty, one of the two. I, I may just wander over to the state sideline because I want to hear Grantham screaming. Well, I, I really hope he starts screaming. Hey, I got a, I, no, no, I got a funny time. I got a different funny time, Grantham story. Okay. This is your. This is the final st- segment of the show. It's five segment show. Well, I think we should just keep talking for as long as you, as long oh, as nobody's my. pooping. I got, I got poop in there, man. All right. I got. I'm not gonna. I got a photo of Todd Grantham. I can't say when because I don't want to tell anybody. But it's it's the very first day of fall camp, and I'm, it could have been at Mississippi State or it could have been at Louisville. So it could have been last season, could have been this season. But it's the first day of camp, 
and Todd Grantham is up in front of the entire team, in front of a, of a screen, and it, it's got, they're about to do a slideshow of like, a, hey, welcome back to the football team, and we're going to play the football. So it actually said, it's got a photo of like a defender tackling somebody, and then it just says, um, it's like Todd Grantham's defensive presentation here, that's what it says. So he did not even bother to <laughs> change the title. It says like it actually said like uh, Grantham presentation title here, but he just left that up there. So he that guy does not give. He doesn't care at all. All he's doing is teaching concepts. He's not changing the presentation, and he damn sure ain't got no toenails. Jarvis, <laughs> and I will put him in. He is an elite high-level cusser, which is something oh, that I love. Time. I am down with his, man, that guy has got some rage and hate, and his you cuss know, words come from his lungs, man. It's awesome. So, so having been on sound for a long time, the, the amazing thing about Todd to me was always that he had the ability to scream the likes of which you would very rarely ever hear. You could hear it in Jacksonville a lot because of the just the crowd wouldn't get real loud either way. But he would scream so loud before the play, or I mean after a big play had been made, and then like with about 15 or 20 seconds to go, he would be completely calm and, and calling the play in. That's how these it defensive was, it guys was so are. They're bizarre. psychopaths. I love it. I, I, he can go from to zero to ten and then back to zero, and that's how all those guys. Stoops is like that. I think Muschamp is certainly you know a different level of uh, you know psychotic, but it's it's crazy. I th- you know I actually I think Todd Grantham is you know he's a pretty interesting guy. He went from Mark Rick to Bobby Petrino as his, as the yeah. guy he's working with. I couldn't imagine a bigger um, change. Change. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I, 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 I'm not like a lot. I liked Todd. I thought yeah, he I did was, too. He was a very necessary thing that had to happen. And now a lot of people at Georgia really don't like him. Or I, I'm not sure. I think they like him as a person, but they, they think that he didn't, um, I guess, produce the way he should have. But Todd was right. I mean, like when Georgia ran all over him a, a couple of years later when he was at Louisville, I guess it was the next year, um, when Todd was talking about his time at Georgia, he was correct in saying, you know, hey, look, we beat the Gators three times in a row. We got to the, we won the Eastern Championship two times in a row. He said, as far as I'm concerned, in four years, that's pretty good. And he, he's right. And Georgia, by the way, hadn't done either of those things since he left. So it's time to get back going towards that, Fletcher. And this week's game is going to be, uh, it's not it's not all or nothing for 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 Georgia or or state um, but it's it's an important game it's probably the most important game this 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 weekend um, just looking at everything I'm trying to think if there's a know. bigger I think, game. I think Kentucky and Florida is for this reason. Now, yeah okay okay well, if Go ahead. if Kentucky could beat Florida it really puts Georgia in a good position a really oh, I good agree. Position. So because, yeah, but because, I do. I have to say, I th- I think that the Gators will beat LSU. But go, but go ahead. Well, because what if Kentucky beat Florida, then Georgia hosts Kentucky. It's a home game versus having to get by Florida in Jacksonville. It's a little different. Yeah, I think if you could go ahead and put Florida, you know, one game behind, um, 
and then having they've got a couple more difficult matchups too. Uh, I think Georgia B would like that. And two, like I said, I have been telling you about how good Kentucky's been. Uh, I think it, I think it would keep keep things good for me on this show, so I can keep talking about Kentucky. I, I think Kentucky will win. So the, wow. the only other game I do, but uh, let's see, uh, the only other ranked game. And the only other game between ranked foes uh, this week is um, TCU and Oklahoma State. That game is in Stillwater. That that should be uh, quite an interesting game. Um, I love watching. Every, I love watching Oklahoma State. I was just going to say they they are going to be tough to do. The, the path to the national championship for any team is, I mean, it's going to be complicated, man. It's it's not going to be easy. Not for Alabama um, or Clemson. No, I think it's still going to be tough for both those teams. Once you get to the playoffs, once you get to the playoffs, I mean, there's there's some teams that can really really score. Um, SC's got a little work to do, though, man. I mean, that that was not impressive. I don't want to hear about them. No, they're sixteen point favorites over the Carroll Bears, so that's a road game. All right, well, I'll argue right. with you about this right. next time. Yeah, all right, Fletcher. I think I've had enough of you for the day. All right, I'm glad you got uh, to talk to me. It's good for you to hear from me, and uh, you know. I hope your dog's doing okay. Have fun picking up that poop.